Welcome to Empower Your Marketing, a show dedicated to helping women rewrite the rules of what it means to be a female entrepreneur in today's digital world. Discover the strategies successful women entrepreneurs use to create, build, and scale their online empires. And go behind the scenes of profitable, purpose-driven brands to learn the secrets of standing out in the sea of online sameness. Now your host, Stephanie Jarosh. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. My name is Stephanie and I am your host. And today we are talking about how to avoid working for free when you're just starting out. So the ultimate question of the day, I get asked all the time, should I or should I not work for free when I'm just starting out? Oh, it's such a tough question. There are definitely some pros and cons to both sides. So if you're new to consulting or coaching, you'll often hear conflicting opinions on whether or not you should work for free or work for a lower rate to build a client list and testimonials. Problem is, this decision isn't always easy. On the one hand, you need to pay rent and don't want to undervalue your work. On the other, you need to start somewhere, right? So this week, I'm kind of jumping into both sides. I want to see, should we or should we not be working for free when we're just starting out? And we're going to determine what's best for your business by the end of this show. So let's just jump in. Working for free, why you should do it. Let's start there. So you've been told working for free is a good idea. You're hesitant, of course, because working for free means no money. And that's never a great idea. Uh, But so many popular online experts tell you that working for free is a great strategy and obviously they must be right, right? Working for free, especially when you're just starting out, has its benefits. You can build a client list in a few days or weeks, right? Almost overnight. More clients mean more testimonials and social proof is super important in today's digital world. You gain much needed experience and you can sharpen your skill set. So if you're just starting out and you don't have a lot of experience, coaching or consulting or doing whatever you do, whether you're a designer or a freelance um, website developer, you can gain valuable skills in doing those things. And you're able to try out techniques and maybe frameworks or methods in real life. So if you've been studying for a long time, you've just gotten certified or even a degree in something, and you don't really have real world experience in any of the things you've studied, this is a great opportunity for you to dive in and give those techniques a try. Working for free when you're starting out is a great way to get your foot in the door and your name out there. But are there downsides? The idea of working for free sounds appealing. Like, look, Ma, I've got clients. But it's also scary. Like, how do I pay rent? Conventional business advice tells us working for free is a smart idea, but I beg to differ. There are a few reasons working for free isn't a grand idea. For one, you'll work harder for absolutely no money. And you might need to take one or two or even three jobs to pay rent and support your lifestyle. You might feel undervalued or question your abilities as you're just starting out. You also experience maybe demanding clients or clients that disappear mid-project. I've seen this happen in real life. And you can feel disheartened if the client isn't happy or let's say a testimonial isn't stellar or you don't even get a testimonial. You're going to maybe even question why or how, or if you should charge for this work later. And that's a real downer on your confidence. 
Working for free isn't necessarily a bad strategy. It's just not the strategy I recommend to my ambitious, highly educated and savvy clients. So what's the alternative? Well, I believe in the pay what you can model. After years in business, coaching and consulting women across the globe, I'm on the do not work for free team, which you probably could already tell. Working for free is a slippery slope. Mentally, it sets you up to question your abilities to build a business and sometimes leaves you in awkward positions when discussing money with future clients. Physically, it doesn't help pay rent or position you strategically among your peers. A great alternative to not working for free would be a pay what you can model. Have potential clients pay what they feel is appropriate for the energetic exchange for the service or product provided. When I was coaching women on building their own businesses, I always advocated for a pay what you can beginner model when they struggled with this question. This allowed them to make some money, test their abilities, and build confidence in their skill set. But final words of caution here, whichever model you opt for, do it because it feels right for you. So many women directly follow advice from people light years ahead of them in business, not fully realizing that the context or support needed to build a profitable business maybe isn't in alignment with where they're at now. If working for free is for you, by all means, go for it. Just remember to set a date for when you'll start charging. Like what you hear? Click subscribe and leave a review. Then join Stephanie each week as she takes on the many questions women have about building an online business. Thank you.